This episode of Before the Trainwreck podcast is brought to you by the Grondike Soap Company. Guys, I use Tactical Soap and God of War beard oil every single day. Tactical Soap is a handmade natural product made in the United States of America from ingredients you can actually pronounce, not endocrine disrupting chemicals that are going to lower your testosterone. Both the soap and beard oil is infused with bioidentical pheromones that are designed by a clinical psychologist and pheromone expert to maximize attractiveness to the opposite sex. Go visit coopersoap.com and that will automatically apply 10% off your order. Consider grabbing one of the trifecta packs to save even more. If you are a bearded man and want a majestic beard like yours truly, the God of War beard oil is hands down the best beard oil product I've ever used. Gentlemen, this is the most manly handmade soap that we know of. Other soaps are going to get you clean. This one will get you dirty. Again, you're going to want to visit coopersoap.com now and place your order. That's Cooper, C-O-O-P-E-R, soap.com now. All right, and we are live. What are we at? The 27th installment of the Unplugged Alpha series. The podcast, the video show, you call it what you want. I actually talk to a few guys now on a regular basis that are telling me they don't even catch the live video. They just listen to the podcast. So I'm glad the uh, the podcasts are getting listens. Um, it is available and uploaded pretty much everywhere. Um, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google, all that good stuff. So uh, if you guys are down for that, you'll find those uh, out there on the interwebs. For those of you watching live, appreciate you. Uh, the video shows are what I like to do. A um, little bit of housekeeping here. So before we get started, do me a solid and head over to YouTube. So just hit that link and uh, when you get over to YouTube, uh, hit the like button just for the algorithms, leave a comment. And um, I will be dropping the join link for some Q&A. Uh, 30 minutes or so in, take some questions, some call-ins from you guys, um, whatever you guys want. Uh, see who's here in the chat. We got Jimbo, the infamous rifle, Chad, Ryan, longtime viewer, just became a member. Yeah, I appreciate that. By the way, guys, when you become a member of the channel, you know, just in the chat, I, I do um, organize... Um, all comments and all videos about a weekly basis just to see if there's any questions on videos that people want clarity on. Um, I don't have time anymore to go through hundreds of comments. So if there's something in, in a regular uploaded video or even if you catch the replay and you have a question about it, you can just drop a quick question and I keep an eye out for um, anything that's got a question. I, I think it actually sorts by question now, if I recall correctly. But um, yeah, a little extra perk there. So I always keep an eye out for those. Uh, Chris says, uh, hey, Rich, I really enjoyed the show discovering Justin Waller. Uh, Want to connect with him, some business along structural steel. I've got, um, I'm going to host Justin, I think it's not this Thursday, next Thursday. If uh, my memory serves correctly, I know he's uh, out of the country right now. And um, next Thursday seems to work. So there'll be a playing to win episode, mostly talking business, um, you know. I love getting into those conversations. You know, the whole reason why I started the channel was to um, spend more time talking about entrepreneurship and uh, showcasing some success rides. But um, that scope has broadened significantly. Now it's um, <laughs> now I feel like I spent a good time of my uh, life unplugging guys from silly beliefs that don't serve them. Um, all right. Well, let's get started and hop right into this. So this is a bit of a listicle. 
Um, I wanted to, uh, you know, compile some of the main things because I'm often asked by guys, you know, what are the best um, life hacks that I've come across? And I've come across uh, quite a few in my life. Um, I could probably do a, a list of 50 or 75 quite easily that would be very useful. So I sat down earlier today, uh, pen to pad, made a few notes and uh, just jotted down the ones that came uh, front mind center as quick as I was thinking about it. And I've got some good ones here for you today. Let's get right into this bad boy. What's Josh you got to say? Been a follower for years. Got your book a couple of days ago. Solid 10 out of 10 so far. We'll leave a review when done. Dude, I appreciate that. If you guys have read the book, uh, podcast is based on the same title, The Unplugged Alpha. It is on Amazon, Kindle, Print, and Audible. Um, if you enjoyed it and you got some value, leave a written review and let others know uh, what you got out of listening or reading the book. Um, I appreciate that. It helps me a ton and it also helps out um, with Amazon and algorithmic sales. I guess um, they they move things up to the top. One of the things that still blows me away, and I did a, um, a show on this three or four months ago, I think, was the number one selling book, and it's about 20 years old now, is Why Men Love Bitches, I think is the title of it. I'm waiting for a text that I uh, need for one of these items here. And it's still sitting in the number one spot, guys. It's still, like, that just tells you the state of um, the people buying books in that category. It's mostly women, and it's it's just reinforcement. It's just reinforcing women to be disagreeable and difficult. And um, that's, uh, that's what you got to go through. It is what it is. It is what it is. Rick says, recently read the book, which turned me on to several other greats. Thank you. And I have a recommended read list pinned in the top comment of all my videos. It, it's not on this one yet because I can only do that after the video um, renders. But for those of you that ask what books I recommend, there's an Amazon link that goes to a, a store with a bunch of um, items and there's a bookstore. And my favorite reads that I've got the most value out, I've put, I've pinned in there basically just so you guys can uh, you know check them out for yourselves if you want. Anyway, let's get right into this uh, listicle here. So the first one I'm gonna do is um, tailored shirts. If you guys haven't noticed, um, my dress has changed a little bit in the last um, few weeks you know, since the start of the year. Um, I've had these sitting in my closet for years now, and I just had another shipment come in a few weeks ago from a uh, deal that I did like, I don't know, month and a half, two months ago. They're very nice to wear, and tailored shirts make a big, big difference. The off-the-rack stuff, guys, I'm telling you, if you've got a proper physique, like if you've done the work, you've lifted the weights, you've burned the fat, you've got a good-looking body, you don't want to put it in crappy off-the-shelf shirts. They don't fit right. They're very baggy down the side. The shoulder width isn't correct. When I go in and I use Maxwell, Maxwell Taylors, let me just pull them up on a screen here to give you guys a little frame on it. I have no affiliation. They're not paying me to do this. I just like them. Uh, Maxwell's. Giseline <laughs> Maxwell comes up right away. It says former socialite. <laughs> yeah, she's not doing much with her time right now, is she? Uh, Maxwell Clothiers, I beg your pardon. Um, so it's a clothing store based out of Hong Kong. And what they do is they basically uh, set up like pop-up shops. Let me see if they have their um, style guide appointment. Tour, tour schedule is what you need. Let me put this up on the screen. I'll walk you guys through this. Because 
I had no idea that these things existed until I, until I came across them on a recommendation. Um, so this is a website. Um, they have a tab up here called Tour Schedule. And they go to different cities around the world, um, or sorry, different countries. And within each, each country, you've got cities. So for Canada, I would just click that and I'd punch in my location. Um, I usually go to the um, Markham one. Uh, there's one. Oh, they got them all over the city now. Yeah, so they've got locations everywhere, really, throughout the country at this point in time. Uh, you'd have no shortage of finding some, uh, a, um, a pop-up shop. And what they do is they have dates. So all you do is you throw it in your uh, phone calendar. You get a reminder. It's usually there for about four or five days, so you shouldn't have a, a problem you know, scheduling. And it takes about an hour, hour and a half to go in. Uh, they have booklets with all their different fabrics. You can feel the fabric. You can touch it. Um, they have different, they, like you can tailor it right down to very specific, um, things like the embroidery on the cuffs. There's different fonts that you can use pockets, no pockets, the kind of collars. They've got like eight different collars. Um, they have style guides there as well to help walk you through it, to help, you know, match certain colors, your skin tone, uh, certain styles of jacket, or if you wear jeans more than dress pants, there's many different ways to do it. And you can start on the very low end, which would be my recommendation. They, I don't know what they charge now, but I don't buy those shirts anymore. Um, but when I was buying the three, uh, the, the three pack, I think it was about a hundred, I want to say it was $180 for three shirts. Um, that was a while ago. So the price has probably, probably gone up. It's probably in a $200 range, but if you can get three tailored shirts for around 200 to $250, that's a pretty good deal. They look good, they feel good, they fit you properly. Like if I stand up, you know, you can see that it's, it's, it's properly fitted, right? Like you don't have the baggy sides hanging out, you know, the big puffiness everywhere. I just didn't have enough time to really iron this one properly or take it in for a nice dry cleaning. But uh, this is one of the brand new ones that I just took out of the packaging. So they're worth it. The big, big difference is you are gonna get compliments out the wazoo when you're dealing with women, when you're out in social environments. Um, wear them to, I mean, you don't get the opportunity that often here in Toronto now to do social gigs because they keep locking us down and unlocking us and you got to show this piece of paper and all that. But at some point, cooler heads and sanity will prevail and it'll all, you know, probably get closer back to normal or some somewhat near the normal. And if you want to go on the higher end, um, I think shirts like this with the nicer fabric, and I'll be honest with you, um, one one of these shirts probably costs I'm going to say as much as a three shirt uh, deal, so it's quite a bit more expensive. The quality of the fabric is not three times better. The quality of the fabric is better. It feels better. It doesn't fit any better because they tailor them to you. But the quality of the fabric will feel better, um, and it has a nicer uh, fit and finish to it. Um, it's it's a slightly heavier weight. They do custom jackets, suits, pants, everything, tuxedos. It's a very very um, well-oiled machine. I've been using them probably for about 15 years. Been very pleased with them. They do take a while to ship out these days. Um, I'm gonna say a month and a half to two months has been a turnaround time, whereas in the past it was about four weeks. So they're a little bit slower, but you will get it. So that's the first thing on my list. Number one, if you're doing anything where you have an opportunity to look good, um, my friend Charles always says, and I love the saying, always dress a little bit better than what the occasion calls for. And um, if you have a, 
a few custom uh, shirts like tailored shirts. You just wear them with a nice pair of blue jeans and a nice belt and nice shoes and you're going to pull off a nice clean look. It, it, it doesn't take much to look good, honestly. So that would be my first tip is don't buy off the rack crap shirts. Get some tailored shirts. The other thing that you know that you guys can do too as well is if you're buying nice, like you could buy a nice $20 black t-shirt. A black t-shirt looks good on anybody that's got a good physique. And if it doesn't fit properly, you can find a tailor for your, usually about anywhere from about 12 to 15 bucks that will take it in for you. You know, they just open up the seams down here. They take it in and, you know, they make it fit better. Um, I got a, um, I should have brought it in the room. It's in the other room. I got a um, McLaren jacket uh, for my birthday or Christmas. I can't remember, but I got it gifted to me um, just over the last couple of months. And it was way too big, right? You know, most guys that buy those kinds of cars are they're older and they're fatter. So they're not in the best shape. So they make them more baggy. Um, I brought that in to get it uh, fitted properly. And all they do is they open up the seams right basically down through here for about, because it was a jacket, I think it was about 30 bucks. Looks a lot better, right? Getting either tailored shirts or getting your your shirts or any kind of clothing that you want to wear that's nice taken in so that it fits you properly is definitely a hack. It is worth the money. Check it out. Let's move on. Um, the second thing I want to talk about is this little bad boy here in my hand. And I'm going to put up the website on the screen for you here. I'm going to talk about what this is in a second here. Uh, add to stream. Let's go more full screen so it fits better. So this is the thing that I've got here in my hand that you see up on the screen. It's a SPO2 monitor. Um, I did a little bit of research when I was looking for one. Um, and I like this company. I just simply like this um, device because it's comfortable. And you're wearing it while you sleep. And the point of it is your blood oxygen levels matter. Um, I, I, I listened to this book about 10 or 11 months ago, it was last winter, and it was called The Oxygen Advantage. I don't know who the author is, but it's, but it's the only book if you look for it on Amazon. And it talks about a lot of concepts. One of them that I discovered was that I spend way too much time breathing through my mouth. You want to breathe through your nose as much as possible. And that led me to, okay, well, what are my blood oxygen levels during the day? What are my blood oxygen levels when I'm sleeping? Because they they do change, right? Like when you're asleep, a lot of a, a lot of guys, especially when they get older, if they put on weight, if they're on testosterone therapy, um, they can end up with problems like sleep apnea. And I've been tracking my uh, sleep for the last uh, five or six months since I got this thing because I wanted to see what my blood oxygen levels look like. And it's really, really, you know, it's an interesting technology. So it doesn't matter which one you get. I mean, they're all different, you know, this one has the device mounted on the uh, ring part. And what it does is it has little lights on the inside of the uh, sensor. Um, you don't see them when you're sleeping in the room as it's dark because it's, it's like a red light and it's kind of faded. But, but it shines light through your skin and then it picks up on your blood oxygen level. And you want it as high as possible. I mean, if you can get it over 97, 98%, then that's really good. 95 is, is kind of normal. And if you're sleeping and it dips below 90, that's problematic. And you will end up in scenarios. Let me see if they got this, uh, the app here. Does I show the app? If not, I can pull it up, pull it up on my phone. Yeah, they don't have it on here. I'll pull it up on my phone to give you a quick visual display on it. Um, let's go offline mode. It's a wicked little app. Uh, boom. There we go. 
and let's change that to the full screen. So does that show up on the camera? So you get this readout in the morning. It doesn't pick it up very well, but you get this readout in the morning. You can see it on the top here by my finger. And it, it gives you the exact moment by moment, your blood oxygen level, what your lowest SpO2 is, what your average oxygen score is throughout the night. And why this matters is if you start to feel lethargic, you're not as productive during the day, you're sleeping in the afternoon, there's a direct connection between your blood oxygen level and whether or not you're getting enough oxygen in your sleep because a lot of us stop sleeping. I've had moments and it's scary as fuck. I'll be honest with you. I've had this happen, I think twice now um, in the last 15 years where you'll be fast asleep. You'll just be lying there, eyes closed, fast asleep. You're just chilling out in a, in a deep dream. And then you wake up and you're like, <gasps> and you can't breathe and you're just doing this stuff like this and you're panting that's because you stop breathing when you're sleeping and your blood oxygen level drops and your brain is like wake the fuck up dude you need to breathe it happens my recommendation if you're getting older and you're finding that you're not uh, fully rested during the day you find yourself tired the next day you find yourself like you need a nap um, get one of these things and if you find that your blood oxygen is too low get a sleep study done um, I'm waiting for the uh, doctor's clinic to call me back to book in my sleep study because I've got enough data here now that I showed it to my family doctor and they're like, yeah, we should probably check you out and hook you up to a bunch of machines and see if you need like a CPAP. Um, CPAP, for those of you that don't know what they are, they be, it's basically a, a very quiet leaf blower that blows air up your nose to keep your uh, airway open to make sure that you're still breathing properly. So the, again, the device that I got, it's from a site called Loki, L-O-O-K-E-E. -E, and uh, it's very comfortable. It's very easy to sleep with. They're not that expensive. I think this one was less than 180 bucks American. Um, and it's pretty accurate. Um, I'm doing a retreat next weekend with uh, four other guys. And one of the things we're doing in the retreat is a lot of breath work. So I'm going to be bringing that and just seeing how that measures the SPO to balance in your blood oxygen. Really interesting stuff. I mean, I like, guys, I'll be honest with you, I geek out on stuff like this. I enjoy it. Um, I like optimizing myself and my health and making sure that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm living the best life that I possibly can. Um, so we got that. What else do I got on my table here? The third thing. All right, we have, uh, let's see if anybody in the chat knows what this is. <laughs> I'll get your super chats in a second, uh, Evan. Let's see if anybody in the chat knows what this is. In the chat right now, write down if you know what this is. This is this is a um, this is a device that not many people have probably seen. It's uh, this is an old one. I've had this one for for a while, but you can still buy them on Amazon. Ah, there we go. Sperling got it. Sperling got it. Arm blaster. Okay, some of you do know about it. Yeah. So it is called the arm blaster. Um, if you want to build wicked biceps, this is your tool right here. Um, it's been around for about 30 odd years. This one actually broke and I had to put a new bolt through it. You can see this one's different than the other ones. Uh, but you can pick these up on Amazon. They're not expensive. I don't know who, who makes these now. Um, but basically I'm not going to do it cause I'm wearing a dress shirt with a collar, but this goes over your neck basically like this. Okay. And then your elbows go in here. And you've got your uh, bar in front of you and you curl. And what it does is it basically isolates your biceps. It is 
a weapon. It's like a torture device. Um, let me see if I can find a picture. I think there's pictures out there of Arnold using one. Arm blaster, Arnold. These things are great tools. Yeah, here you go. Back in the day. Look at this. So, so this is where I first came across it, right there. Dude's been, this thing's been around for a while. This is a, this is an older version of it that kind of goes around the neck like this, you know, as you can see, but if you, okay, so there you go. It's 50 bucks on Amazon, but if you pick up one of these things and you use an easy bar crawler or a straight, straight bar, um, they are amazing for developing a fat round bicep muscle. Uh, so check those out. That's a, that's a wicked little tool. So that's number three. Let me just cross these off to make sure I get through all of them. Da -da. Yeah, we got that. Okay. Um, let's talk about the next thing. So, oh, did I get my text yet? Looks like I did. Let me see if I got the answer to this before I hit it. Perfect. Okay. So the next thing I was going to cover is um, supplementation. And I'll throw this up on the screen. You guys know that I have my supplement line. And again, let me throw the ticker at the bottom um, for... The website is down there, and if you want to grab anything, just use the Alpha 10 coupon code. You get 10% off. Um, I'm often asked by guys because you know there's a, a bunch here on the page. I don't have a lot of money. Which are the ones to get? Without a doubt, it's going to be these two. So these are. I mean, if I travel, like if I go away for four days again, you know, sort of thing. I'm not bringing in all my supplements. I'm not bringing all the pills, you know, that I've got. These are the ones that I would bring with me for certain, 100% of the time. First one would be a DK blend. And um, many of you guys have been asking me, so I live in Canada, I live in the UK, can you ship this? In the past, I haven't been able to. The fulfillment center that we've used for the supplements um, only is unique to the United States as of right now. In the next two to four weeks, we'll be moving to a brand new fulfillment center that is gonna solve this annoying problem over here which shows up from time to time. Let me just increase the size so it shows a little bit better on, on the screen. I get sold outs pop out because of supply chain issues and fulfillment, the way that things are structured. So we're going to fix that. And the second thing is we'll be able to ship worldwide now. Keep in mind, um, these bottles are glass. So they're heavier than plastic bottles. It's a higher quality supplement line. So if you live somewhere far from the United States, because that's where the, this new fulfillment center is going to be, um, like shipping a bunch of these to somewhere like New Zealand or Australia or Japan or China or something like that. Um, it's, it's going to be a heavier package. So it's going to cost more than conventionally buying plastic, you know, the plastic cheap shitty ones. Okay. Just heads up. Um, but it shouldn't be much different in uh, North America. So DK, why is vitamin D and K important? It's, it's not even a vitamin. A lot of doctors at this stage of the game have, stop calling vitamin D a vitamin and been tracking it as a hormone instead because it plays a role in so many bodily functions. And the problem is, is most of the population, in fact, almost all of the population that lives north or south of the tropics is going to be deficient in vitamin D. You can manufacture vitamin D by getting out in the sunlight. It's like in the summertime, I, I take very little vitamin D, especially this past summer where I had the boat club membership and I was in the sun and on the boat a lot, I didn't need to take very much at all. My blood labs, and I'll be talking about that in a minute, reflected what I needed to take. But for the most part, if you're working inside on a computer, you're not getting a lot of direct sunlight. 
uh, and you live north or south of the tropics. So the Tropic of Capricorn and the uh, Tropic of Cancer, I think it is, is the other one. I know that in the northern hemisphere, it's basically uh, northern Florida up. So if you live Florida, northern Florida and further north, you're probably not getting enough vitamin D from exposure to sunlight. Uh, vitamin D is super important. It plays a big role in optimizing your hormones. It plays a big role in metabolizing a lot of your hormones. It plays a big role in your body able to make testosterone. It's, it's one of the first things that they checked when I started going to my um, hormone replacement th uh, therapy clinic was, all right, well, let's get your blood labs pulled and see what your hormone levels look like. And one of the first ones that he wanted to spend a lot of time with was vitamin D. Now, he didn't tell me about vitamin K. This is why I love this um, product so much is because I found out after the fact, after about a year or two, that if you don't stack vitamin K with vitamin D, you're going to calcify your arteries, okay? You don't want calcium building up in your arteries. It's going to block your arteries. It makes the arteries harder. Um, you're going to run into problems as well as a guy with erection quality and stuff like that. You don't want calcification in your arteries. So when you take vitamin D, that's one of the side effects. Uh, calcium starts to build up in your arteries. So the purpose of blending a vitamin DK blend is that it moves the calcium out of your arteries where it's supposed to be, which is in your bones. So this product here, I'm going to tell you guys right now, I've taken a lot of vitamin D over the last few years since they've been uh, tracking my hormones. Uh, it's been about four and a half years now. Uh, it's only in the last year or so that I've recognized the importance of vitamin K. I talked about it in the chapter of my book on managing your endocrine system. This is probably the best product that I've come across. Um, you can get it off the website. The link is below. Again, it's theunpluggedalpha.com. Um, and you can use coupon code alpha10 at checkout. You get 10% off your order. Um, there's your information over there if you want to check it out. So there's that supplement. The second one that I would recommend other guys uh, take a look at, which also shows sold out right now. This will be in stock, by the way. The, the reason why I said I was waiting for the text because I wanted to find out when it was in stock. Uh, he said it's going to be in stock in the next couple of days. So you can just save it in your browser for the time being or come back to it later. Um, testosterone boosters. Most testosterone boosters come from crappy Amazon uh, stores, factories in China. And uh, they don't have quality ingredients, one, two. And two, they don't have the right ratio and volume of the ingredients that your body needs to optimize testosterone. Um Andrew Huberman has done a lot of podcasts in the last uh, few months, and some of the things that he's been talking about very frequently have been tied around optimizing your hormones and testosterone. And all of the ingredients that he's talked about um, exist in this bottle over here, with the exception of Fidoja. Uh, I think the, the uh, herb is called Fidoja agrestis. Uh, apparently, it is effective at boosting testosterone. I have come across a few researchers that have mentioned that you don't want to use it on a long-term basis. There's no Fidoja in this um, uh, bottle over here under the Alpha T product. Um, you can get Fidoja if you want to find it, but I wouldn't recommend you take it on a long-term basis. It, it's, it's really, it, it probably shouldn't be used as a, a daily supplement. Um, it, it does build up and it creates toxicity, so be very careful with it. But you want to get something with uh, Tribulus, Tongat Ali, uh, Chrysin is an estrogen metabolizer, which is important because you want to lower your estrogen as well. DIM is an estrogen metabolizer, 
because again, you know, testosterone will convert to estrogen. So you definitely want to take care of that part. And it's got a few of the other extracts like boron, ginkgo, uh, extract, and hori goat wheat. Uh, but I mean, the main one is Tongat Ali, right? Uh, make sure you take it in the right ratios as instructed on the bottle. Again, links below, grab some of that, the stuff works. Those would be the two that I take everywhere. And I still take testosterone, like I still take alpha T um, all the time because my protocol is, uh, it's, it's daily pins. I do H, HCG on one day, the next day I do a T shot and then I do HCG and then I keep flipping back and forth. The whole point of the HCG is to make sure that your uh, nuts are still producing natural levels of testosterone. So in order to help facilitate that, uh, something like this is useful. So just, you know, even if you're on therapeutic testosterone, if you're still taking HCG, uh, I would still re recommend taking that. I'll get to some of these questions here in the, um, in the live chat here. Uh, guys, just uh, stand by. Let me get through my list. Um, so we talked about uh, DK. We talked about testosterone boosters. Let's talk about um, estrogen because we've got a real soy problem today. Let me find the video here so I can just drop it in live chat because you guys really should watch the whole damn thing. Uh, cars, Dr. Anthony. So you can get the book or you can watch the podcast that I did with him. Um, there is a dude by the name of Dr. Anthony J. Right over here, this is him. He wrote a book called Estrogeneration. Um, I'll grab this link over here and I will just copy and paste it in the live chat. You guys can just open it up another browser and check it out later. It's worth watching this. It's, um, it's about 60 to 90 minutes long. It's not super long. Um, but Dr. J wrote a book called Estrogeneration. He's a researcher and a scientist. And the entire point of the book was for him to try to identify um, sources of environmental estrogens or compounds that mimic estrogen in the male body. Uh, the subtitle of his book is How Estrogenics Make You Fat, Sick, and Infertile. And if you haven't noticed, if you're younger, you probably haven't noticed, but if you're a guy about my age, you probably noticed that people are a lot fatter today. Um, there's huge issues with infertility and disease is an all-time high. Um, we, have, we live in an environment right now today when the, the state is basically telling you to take constant jabs every four months in order to remain healthy. They don't tell you to get enough sunlight. They don't tell you to exercise. I mean, if the government really cared about your health, they would give you free vitamin D straight up. They would, they would just ship it to your house every day or not every day, but you know, when your bottles are empty at the end of the month sort of thing. That's what, that's a major part of the problem right now with people got with weakened immune systems and fertility issues and all sorts of stuff like that. And Dr. J identified the main areas, which I can probably uh, recite off the top of my head, but definitely watch the podcast or read his book if you're interested in, in stuff like that and you want to get um, estrogens, environmental estrogens out of your body. They come from uh, tap water. Uh, women on birth control are all over the place, whether they're on hormonal birth control pills or they have an um, IUD, which is hormonally wrapped. And when they go to the bathroom, they're peeing out hormones. They're peeing out estrogenic hormones. Um, the water treatment plants filter out particles. They filter out toilet paper, poo, like anything that goes down the toilet. They get rid of that. They, they can get rid of particles, but hormones are too small for them to filter out and eliminate. So what goes through the system, women are peeing in it. 
you make a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, make your boil some water for your pasta, whatever you're using water in, it's got estrogen in it if you're drinking it out of a faucet. Uh, I have a five-stage uh, reverse osmosis water filtration system which gets it out. So that solves the water problem. So there's that. The next thing is toiletries. Um, I get heat from people. Oh, you sell soap. You're a soap salesman. Okay, dork. Fine. This stuff over here is handmade and it's natural. You want toiletries that don't have any kind of um, uh, endocrine disruptors in them. They have very long words. So if you look at an ingredient list, like if I look at the ingredient list on the side of uh, this soap, it's got vegetable oils, a blend of olive oil, organic sustainable palm oil, coconut oil, shea butter, uh, sodium hydroxide, natural fragrance blend. This is a peppermint one. Uh, cypress essential oil, spearmint oil, uh, eucalyptus essential oil, thyme essential oil, fresh green tea, clay, uh, spirulina powder, and that's it. Uh, that's the soap. There's no oxybenzones, presbenzones, those long ass words where you see like 50 ingredients that you can't pronounce, those are endocrine disruptors. And that's why you pay, um, you know, 20 bucks for 700 bars of soap. These are more expensive. They don't have the endocrine disruptors. They're handmade in the United States and they have pheromones infused, so they cost more. But you don't have to get those. Just buy natural uh, toiletries that don't have endocrine disruptors in them. If you go to Dr. J's website, he has a link to uh, everything from shampoos to uh, laundry detergent to soaps to sunscreens. Sunscreens are another big one too. Um, if you're not using a sunscreen that's just only zinc-based, it, it's an endocrine disruptor. It, it mimics estrogen in your body. So toiletries are another big thing. Um, what else can I recall off the top of my head? Uh, certain food packaging, plastics especially. Again, one of the reasons why I liked this supplement line because it comes in glass bottles instead of plastic bottles. Uh, plastics, regardless of whether or not they're BPA-free or not, mimic estrogen in your body. Those compounds, especially foods, um, you know, if you're buying uh, food that comes in a plastic container, it's estrogenic. That's going into the food that you're consuming in your body. So I'm not going to get into it because there's a 90-minute podcast that I did with Dr. J. He has a great book called Estrogeneration. It is a hack that men need to understand. Um, when I first started doing my blood labs, the first thing that you know the doctor said was, you're deficient in vitamin D and your estrogen's too high. Okay, how do we fix those things? Well, there's certain things that you do with the doctor, but there's also certain things that you can eliminate from your life. Dr. J was very useful in that, and I made a huge change, a huge turnaround in my hormone panel. So read either read Estrogeneration and figure out where these um, environmental estrogens are coming from, or just watch that podcast that I linked over there. Uh, next thing, let's talk about blood labs. Um, they're still here. So there's Life Labs, there's Dynacare here in Canada. Um, these are my last two over the course of the last 60 days. I'm working with a brand new doctor. Uh, I got rid of my other doctor because he kept trying to push um, things that I wasn't into and wasn't very thorough. Um, blood labs are really, really important, especially if you get older and you start dealing with uh, therapeutic testosterone. Um, there's a lot to look at, really a lot to look at. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's not a cheap errand. It's time consuming and it's going to cost you money. I probably spend 
three to four thousand dollars a year right now um, on visits, on vitamin bags, on blood labs, on scripts uh, for therapeutic testosterone, and a few other things. Um, but if you want to age, you know, if you want to optimize yourself as a guy as you're aging, you really have to have like you you. It's like with a car, okay? Let's go back to cars. It's like with a car. Like I get in a car and I have a gauge that tells me the oil temperature. I have a gauge that tells me the transmission temperature. I'm talking about the McLaren. I mean, you don't normally don't have a transmission temperature in most cars. So you got oil temperature, you got coolant temperature, you got transmission temperature, you got your RPMs. You've got all of these things telling you what's going on in all the fluids and liquids that's in your car, what the temperature is, how fast the engine is spinning. It's kind of the same thing. And, you know, we as guys just get used to the comfort, you know, in hoping that everything just works, but it doesn't. I mean, cars fail, engines blow up, you know, you can develop a leak, you know, things, you know, things can happen, which is why you have all these things monitoring your system, telling you what's going on. I think blood labs are incredibly important. I talk about it in the chapter of my book, and I encourage guys to definitely get their labs looked at at least once a year if you're... Somewhere between 25 to 30 is when I would say start. Once a year, just go into your family doctor and say, just want a general checkup and check all my um, you know, levels in my blood. They'll look at things like cholesterol, uh, PSA, which is a prostate antigen. Um, they're going to look at things like vitamin D, uh, testosterone, free, bioavailable. They're going to look at estrogen, maybe esterone, maybe DHEA, uh, maybe DHT. Those would be the main ones. And uh, what else do they look at? They look at liver function, kidney function. I would, I would baseline these once a year, okay? Um, you know, spend the money and get the labs pulled. There's another way that I'm going to show you to get the labs pulled more conveniently in your home in a minute. But get your labs pulled um, once a year up until you're closer to 40. And then you might want to do it on a more frequent basis, you know, twice a year. If you're going to go through hormone therapy... Uh, anti-aging clinics. Uh, most of them are called anti-aging clinics today, uh, but you know they're basically hormone therapy. Um, they're going to do it on a more frequent basis. I usually go in once every three months or so, so quarterly. You know, sometimes more frequently. Like I had a problem sleeping from September to about December. Um, for those of you that are on my email list, you guys know that I lost a family member. And um, with all the crap, with like the lockdowns, it just it, it just elevates stress, right? And stress is going to create more cortisol. Um, I was waking up at about two o'clock in the morning for several weeks back to back. I couldn't sleep. Uh, you know, I get up, I couldn't fall back asleep. So I'm talking to this new doctor about. It. He goes, "All right, let's pull your labs. Okay, this is too high. This is too low. Uh, oh, your cortisol, right? Okay, well, well, what's up with the cortisol? Well, did you know that if your cortisol is too high in the middle of the night, you're going to wake up and you're not going to be able to fall back asleep." Cortisol is a stress hormone. Okay, so how do we get that down? So he does a bunch of things to help me fix that. So had I not done that, I would not have been able to been on top of that and had my baseline from prior because I had years of baseline now because I've been doing um, the anti-aging stuff for about four or five years now. So I've got four or five years of data. If I had more data going back to when I was at 25 or 30, that would be even better. But, you know, that's when I started. So I think labs are really important. And to bring it back to the point uh, that I was going to talk about with the at-home stuff. Um, I've had this longtime sponsor on my channel. It's called uh, Let's Get Checked. Um, they do everything. It's it's not just male hormones. So um, if you go to, I think I, hang on a second here. 
Do I have it in the, I think I put the link in here. So if you go to the description of the video, there's a link for Let's Get Checked. It just says trylgc.com forward slash entrepreneurs. Uh, let me grab the link. I'll just put it in the live chat for those of you that are too lazy to go to the description. So if you use that and then use coupon code entrepreneurs, you'll get 30% off. So they have a very generous coupon code right now. Uh, it's for a limited time. But um, you just click that. This is not available in Canada, by the way. Uh, I think it's available in the United States, Ireland, and hang on, I had to ask the rep earlier this week. It's the UK and the United States, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just make sure I got that clear. USA, UK, and Ireland. Okay. So you can use this in those countries. Um, they're at-home tests. You prick your finger. I've, I've done it twice now. Um, with these kits and I've actually compared it to my labs. And surprisingly, they're fairly accurate. Um, you basically prick your finger, you bleed a little bit into a vial, you seal up the vial, you mail it out to them and they come back to you. Now, they don't just do testosterone, male hormone, male hormone advance, male hormone complete. These are all you know, on the male hormone panels. But if you come up over here, you can go to Men's Health. They've got everything, guys. I mean, if you've been raw dogging and you need to check out some of these things over here, uh, you know, you can do those. They've got everything from, uh, let me go to men's health over here. Omega-3, which is fish oil, Lyme disease, sexual health tests, diabetes, heart tests, cortisol, kidney tests. Uh, is this kidney? Let's see if it's satin-3. It's creatine and EGFR. So this is what I use um, on my kidney tracking on my blood labs as well. Um, the prices are pretty much on par with what you would do to go into a center where they draw it from your... Uh, veins. It's still blood. I mean, you're just pricking your finger, you're putting it in this vial. It's an at-home test that you mail in. Uh, but because they're giving you 30% off, it's a pretty good deal. So if you don't want to deal with your doctor or going into a clinic, this is a easier way to do it at home. They'll, uh, I think you get an email, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you do get an email. You'll get a login to a website and they'll get you, and they'll get you a notification once you got your labs back and then it's got it broken down on the screen. It's very, very useful. So check that out if you're not checking your blood labs out. Uh, again, the link is in the description. Use coupon code entrepreneurs. They give you 30% off. Um, they've been good. You know, they've been around on the channel for a while. Um, got labs, got SPO2 monitor. Oh, I had a dude that asked me about cell phone. So guy messaged me. He goes, love your videos. I want to get, you know, more, more productivity out of my day. How do I use my phone better? Like, what are the best apps? Like, what are your best hacks for the phone? So <laughs> you, you guys are not going to like this one, but I'm not going to give you anything to download. I'm not going to give you anything to buy. The ultimate hack for productivity with a cell phone, I use it to either create content. I don't like to use it to consume content. I'm more using it to create because that's what I am. I'm a creator. I have a YouTube channel. I'm, it goes to a podcast. I put out content to help guys become better. I've written a book. So... A device like this is a distraction for most people. Um, they've done a lot of research on this and the, and the average person spends four hours a day, four to five hours a day on a handheld device staring at the screen. That's about 35, that's anywhere from 30 to 40 hours a week in total, let's say, because you're going to be on it a little bit more some other days, a little bit less some other days, but let's just average at 30 to 40 hours. That's a lot of time. Like that's a freaking day in change, right? That's a lot of time. Um, my productivity hat, you know, the advice that I have for you guys on this item is turn off every single notification on your phone. Do not get any alerts for anything. 
Facebook, social media, Twitter, Instagram, doesn't matter. There's a setting in my phone where I go to notifications and there's these little slide over things. I go down everything. Every single notification is off. I don't want my phone bonging unless I want to hear about it. I only get notifications from text messages and phone calls. That's it. If the phone rings, I hear it. If there's a text message that comes in, bing, I get it. And there's even muted text messages on my phone. So if there's people that I talk to on a regular basis, but I don't want to be notified of the alert, I mute it. Okay. So my productivity hack on cell phones is not downloading apps or using this, that, or the other thing. The only thing that I use, the only app that I use on a regular basis is my calendar so that I make sure that I don't miss appointments or anything that I got scheduled in. Scheduling, I check it in the morning when I get up and have my coffee. What do I got going on today? Oh, I got that at 10 o'clock. Cool. All right. So that's it. Really just the calendar. I turn off all the other notifications and I only use it to create content. I, I consume very little content on this or I try not to as much as possible. So I set that aside, put it away. Let's see the other one. Two more before we start doing some Q&A. And here, I'm going to, let me pull this out here. And let me grab the invite link because these won't take me too long. Copy. So again, if you guys are watching this somewhere else on the interwebs, come on over to YouTube because the join link to ask a question is posted there now. Join me and ask a question live. All right. And boom. And I'll pin that to the top so it doesn't go anywhere. Pin message. All right, so I'll take your questions. When when you come in, by the way, to ask the questions on the private chat, let me know what it is that you want to talk about so I can sort through it. Um, next thing. Guys, this is very, very this is very, very simple for me to explain. This is very, very simple. It should be simple for you to understand. Reading a lot of this Evo psych that I have over the last few years, and all those books are pinned in the top comment of all my videos in the Amazon uh, bookstore. Probably the most useful one that I came across was The Evolution of Desire by David Buss. Uh, you can also listen to David Buss. Uh, he's done some interviews in the last uh, few months because he's got a new book out. I'm not interested in the new book. I was more interested in the Evo psych stuff, but I saw a long interview he did with uh, Andrew Huberman. thought it was great. I'll say this, the most important thing that you have to understand when it comes to attraction, the optics of attraction, is developing a shoulder to waist ratio that is, it's called the golden ratio, and it's 1.62. And all that means is your shoulder width is 1.62 the width of your waist, okay? Again, so this, this also brings in the reason why you want a tailored shirt. Like I'm pulling in a tiny little bit more at the back here with whatever's left just to you know, kind of exaggerated, but you want wide shoulders and a narrow waist. That's what women like. Scientifically proven, evolutionarily speaking proven. You know, it's the same reason why guys like a certain waist to hip ratio with women because uh, there's lower instances of uh, failed pregnancies. There's higher levels of fertility. It's, it's just a more attractive quality in women, but we're not talking about women here. We're talking about dudes what women like to see in men, and it doesn't matter if you're five foot seven or six foot seven or seven foot seven, this ratio is consistent through all male heights. And the easiest way for you guys to measure it is, easiest way, 
find something that you can take a, uh, a dry erase marker on. I don't have a dry erase. This is a Sharpie, but just take a dry erase marker and stand in front of your glass shower door, in front of a stainless steel refrigerator, anything that you can write on to wipe off very quickly. And all I do is you stand there. I'm just going to face the camera. You just stand there. You put a little dot on your shoulder, a little dot you know, from the other shoulder, just on the wall, the glass, whatever it is that you're standing in front. And you put a dot on your belt line and a dot on the other side of your belt line. And move away from the uh, object that you put the dots on, take a tape measure, measure the width of the top, measure the width of the bottom, divide one and the other, that'll give you your ratio. The closer you can get to 1.62, or if you can exaggerate it and go full on Johnny Bravo style, um, I've had mine as high as 1.7, but the closer you can get to 1.62 or beyond, even better, but 1.62 is the ideal, that's great. That's all you got to do. And all that is, is broaden your shoulders, narrow your waist, eat properly, move more, lift heavy weights, do presses, do, you know, shoulder extensions. I'm not going to do like a full breakdown because everything you need is for free on the internet. You want to build shoulders. How do I build big fat shoulders? How do I build shoulders like boulders? You know, you can search for it, right? How do I get abs, six pack abs? Because that's all you really need. How do I eat? How do I eat? Kino body or whatever, you know, just figure it out. Go look it up. The answers are out there. So that's the second last one. The very last one that I got for you, and this is a real good one too. Stop taking advice or criticism from people that you wouldn't trade places with. Straight up. Somebody, like, you can only take somebody as far as you've come yourself, okay? Um, I've... I've been training at the dojo for a year and a half now doing boxing. I can only train somebody else to that level. Okay. I could never compete in a proper fight. Like I would never challenge, um, you know, like a world-class fighter to a fight that, that would be stupid. Right. But I could train like a beginner probably. So you can only take somebody as far as you've come yourself. Now I'm close to 50. I've lived a long life, done a lot with business. Uh, been uh, in lots of relationships, been married, been divorced. I'm in a good relationship right now. Um, I can talk a lot about that stuff. I can talk a lot about business. I can talk a lot about startup. I can talk a lot about cars. I can talk a lot about self-care. These, you know, these, these are things that I understand. So I'm going to come back to again, distill it. Never take advice from somebody that you wouldn't trade places with. It's as simple as that. I mean, it's one of the reasons why I inherently knew growing up as a younger man, I would always lean into guys older than me. I always wanted to be in rooms where a guy was like 20, 30 years older than me. And it was just an opportunity. And I don't want to use the term pick his brain because that's not what I did. But to develop dialogue in a relationship and a friendship so that you can learn more about the life that they've lived, the things that they've done, where they've been and all that sort of stuff, if you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, don't take criticism from anybody you wouldn't trade places with. Hate always comes from beneath. I've talked about this before. Nobody ever gets jealous of a loser. And don't take advice from anybody that's a nobody or has only been a somebody for a short period of time. You've got to be very careful with that. All right, let's uh, hop into this chat here and catch up on the super chats that I might have missed. Looks like there's a few. And then we'll go to the Q&A here. Um, New member, new member, been a follower for years. Solid okay, so there was a lawyer, I think. Rich28. 
Uh, 200K, attorney in a big city, want to quit drinking but haven't gone on a date without alcohol for years. Do you have any tips or recommendations? I want to spend three years sober, focused. I don't, okay, so I don't have an addictive personality. There's people out there that have addictive personalities where they get addicted to things like sugar, drama, alcohol, you know, weed, cigarettes, whatever. Um, I don't, I don't get addicted to anything. I'm, I'm just lucky that way. So I can't speak to you from experience, but what I will say is the guys that I know that have had problems with alcohol, um, you've basically got to go sober. You just can't like quit for, like you say here that you want to spend three years sober. You can't really just, you know, spend some time sober because then you're going to fall back into it. You just have to stop drinking. Um, go to AA, you know, you can do it that way. Hypnotherapy works. There's all kinds of different things that you can do. Um, of course, you already know about them. You're just running this up the flagpole to ask me. I mean, you've got the financial resources if you're making 200 grand a year. But um, yeah, like you've got to put yourself in a position, guys, where things like like vices, like alcohol, certain foods, cigarettes, weed, whatever, you make them your bitch, right? Um, I won't ever touch anything that I can't walk away from. And that should apply to vices, that should apply to everything in life, including women, by the way. You know, because a lot of guys get like hung up in like cr like difficult relationships with toxic women that ruin their lives. If you're going to get involved with anything, make sure you only get involved with things that you have the ability to walk away from. If you can't walk away from it, you've got you've got an addiction to it. You got to solve that problem. Um, DB, hope there will be some discussion tonight on hair loss prevention products. As a 32 year old male, I'm not ready to go bald. No offense to my bald bros. Um, yeah, I can talk about that for a minute. There's, there's some videos on my channel. Um, there's one with a peptide that, uh, Jay Campbell's put together that I've been using for the last year. And when I let my hair grow in, I've got slightly more hair than what I did before I started using it. So I can safely say that, um, it does do something. It's not going to give me a full head of hair, though. Like, I'll tell you that right now, straight up. You've got to get on a hair loss prevention protocol young. Um, I think I started to notice hair loss in my early 20s. By the time I was 33 to 35, I was using haircuts um, in such a way that you try to, like, like, hide it. You just keep it short. Like, a, we used to call it a Caesar cut. Basically, you know, you cut it short like this, kind of up here, sort of like receding a little bit. And by the time I was like 40, I was just like, fuck this. I just started clipping it down short. And a few years ago, I just started using razors from time to time. Um, about two-thirds of the male population, by the time you get to 40, is going to be experiencing either uh, average levels of hair loss or extreme levels of hair loss. It's going to happen to pretty much every guy out there. So if you want to get on a protocol that's going to hold, hold on to your, your hair, or in some cases your scraps, you know, if you're balding badly, um, I would take a look at things like finasteride, which in some guys cause uh, sexual dysfunctions. You don't want that. I mean, like, why would you want to have hair if your Johnson's not going to work? It wouldn't make any sense. Uh, there's things like Rogaine. There's uh, microderm needles. Um, there's a, there's a YouTube channel, Derek, more plates, more dates. He's got a lot of videos on trying to hold on, hold on to your hair. So I would, I would go to that and t take a look at what he's had, but make sure that you're not like trading one problem for another, like, IE, my hair's falling out. Now I take finasteride. It's not falling out so much anymore, but now my dick doesn't work sort of thing. Like, what's the point of that? That wouldn't make any sense. 
Uh, super chat for 20 bucks. Thanks for that, bro. Uh, oh, hey, and you got a question that follows up after that. Hey, Rich, 50, uh, I'll track me. Okay, that's more of a statement than a question. Um, I think there was one or two more here. When is Alpha T coming back in stock in the next couple of days? Um, let me just go back to the message. I'll give you the exact date. It is, oh, it says stuff in stock. So maybe hit refresh on your browser or just check it tomorrow morning. But it's supposed to be back in stock uh, pretty much right now or right away. Um, and I think, well, there's one more here. Hey guys, how can I become a chat member? Uh, depends on where you live, Nick. I know there's certain parts of the world where you can't join the chat, but there's just a join button at the bottom. Um, I don't, I can't see it on my screen because because it's my live screen, but um, that's where it is. Or you just hit the join button on the channel where it says subscribe. There's a big box with white in it, and it just says join. Click that. You won't have a problem with that. Um, Greg, Greek, Greg. Uh, can I, can you do a session on how to deal with girlfriends, girlfriends, how to deal with a girlfriend's girlfriends? I've had several relationships where I've had to deal with a girlfriend's friend who's either party animal, thirsty or selfish. Good topic. Let's do that next Monday. Thank you for the recommendation. Uh, don't have an alcohol problem as referring to how to date with no alcohol involved because I won't stop drinking completely for many. Just don't order alcohol when you go out, dude. It should be pretty obvious. I mean, you go out and you sit down and you, what kind of gets you to drink? I'll, uh, usually when I go out, um, I mean, if I'm dating, I mean, I'm not right now, but I mean, when I would date, I would just get uh, a big bottle of San Pellegrino. Um, that's it. You know, that'd be like, you know, what do you want still? You want sparkling? You want lemon? You want lime with that? Order whatever it is that you like and just drink sparkling water. Uh, there's no alcohol in water, which is a far better solution or sorry, there's no calories in water versus alcohol, which has calories. So um, that's one of the problems a lot of guys have when they start drinking way too much booze. They start getting fat. So drinking water would be my advice. Um, that's just what I did. Anyway, let me throw these in and let's take some calls. Okay. Doo, doo, doo. All right, who we got here in a pri... Oh, let me take this thing out of the damn screen. Who we got here in the private chat? Uh, Christian, Christian, where are you, Christian? All right, we got a Christian who's got a question here. It's shaking. Hey, how's it going? Can you hear me well? Yeah, yeah. What's going on, man? Hey, man. So, uh, uh, where to begin? Do you need like more some background, or do I just get into the question right away? What do you, What do you got for me tonight, man? Like, what are you looking for? So I just need some advice uh, for long-term business plans. Um, I don't plan on starting a company. Within, I, I plan on starting maybe within like two to three years. Okay. Uh, at the moment, I am an architectural designer, um, banking about fifty-five thousand dollars a year. I want to be a, a real estate developer eventually. Um, mm -hmm. So my plan is. Uh, I'm twenty-seven. Okay. Yeah, my plan is to, you know, develop real estate and as a as a licensed architect. Uh, I am on my way to getting my license. I need to graduate from uh, master's in architecture to be able to obtain it. But I already there's some requirements like a degree, experience, and some testing that you need to do. Do you need to be an architectural designer to be a real estate developer? Uh, no. But okay, the thing so is, I. 
if you don't if you don't need that then why would you waste the time with that that's, that's the first want, question i got for you i want full control over my design decisions okay but like as an entrepreneur mm -hmm. i don't i don't need to know the law i'll just hire a lawyer I don't need to deal with accounting protocols and, and know all the tax loopholes. I'll just hire an accountant, right? So as a real estate developer, all you need is an architectural designer to do that thing. You don't need to know it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, the, 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 the way that I was thinking about it is that I don't have much capital to begin. So, But I mean, you're not going to make the, much capital at $55,000 a year either. But right, yeah, that's, I'm just playing the devil's advocate uh, here. Yeah, no, that's something that I've also uh, thought about a lot. And uh, for example, there's a, my first boss who was kind of a mentor to me. He, what he did is he leveraged uh, his drawings and his uh, work as equity in buildings with other developers. Mm -hmm. um, now, what I'm trying to do is I've already began. Uh, working I, I spent two years doing an online ma uh, bachelor's in computer science mm -hmm. and I uh, I'm actually now going to switch into doing uh, uh, I've been interviewing with a company that does software for architecture um, so I want to eventually uh, work as a software developer making money and then have my license uh, what does software development license? have to do with architectural mm -hmm. designer though it's just the the architecture like one like one writes code and then the other one uses the code to design stuff mm -hmm. well i thought of it mostly as a way of being able to gain capital to be able to invest in real estate and you would be you code. would be far better off finding real estate developers and then working under them doing whatever they need you to do whether it's making sandwiches getting coffee driving whatever you need to do to like get in to spend more time with them, that would be a better place for you to spend your time than writing code or becoming a designer yourself because guys like that, they're just going to put in a room and say, you know, you work guy, you know, sort of thing. Like, you know, do those drawings, mm -hmm. right? But I mean, if you want to be a, a developer, then you need to find a real estate developer and start working under them, mentoring under them. You might have to, you know, work for less than what you're making right now but if you want to learn the skill and make the contacts that's how you're going to do it like that's the fastest way to do it mm -hmm. so at the moment i do have some contacts of, of real estate developers that i sit down with um and um and, and i've done work for them as a as an architectural designer like like you said it's mostly yeah you do the, the drawings um so yeah, that that was kind of my uh, my question. Uh, if you know, if you thought it would be a good idea, because I I'm already uh, like almost into the software development industry. Well, I mean, the problem and, is uh, though, dude, is that you're almost thirty and you're like kind of all over the place, right? And you've only got so much runway. Like if you were twenty three, twenty two, I'd be like, okay, fine. But I mean, you're getting close to thirty, right? Like you have to start figuring these things out. But would saying? that be in terms of obtaining the highest SMB female possible? Because I'm already married. What? What does a female I'm have to do with making this no, no, kind of money? Uh, like the, the the runway that you're talking about. I'm not following you, dude, because I'm because I'm talking about you becoming a real estate you know developer, and you're talking about an SMB and a female right now. 
No, no, no. What I'm trying to say is uh, when you explain about the, the runway that I have, um, is that because of when I would peak in my S&P? No. No? No, okay. it's, no, it's because you can't focus on something. I can even tell by the way you're talking that you're all over the place. If you want it, so, okay. Let me do it for you this way. Um, there's a book called Vivid Vision. My old business coach wrote it. His name's Cameron Harold. Get the book or get the audio book. It's a three-hour book. I listened to it on a drive the other day, okay? And he tells you exactly how to paint a picture of the kind of business and life you, that you want to lead. And then what you do once you've painted that picture or that vivid vision of the kind of life that you want, now every day you do everything that's fully aligned with that so you're focused on achieving that goal. So if you want to be a real estate developer, plan that out. What does that look like? You know, How are you going to get to that in the next three odd years or so? Like at what stage, like where are you going to be in, in three years time? Do you know? So my plan was to be a licensed architect by then so that I could okay. leverage that as a... Okay, so then you're going to be a salary man, you know, at a computer doing doing drawings, right? So what about the real estate, you know, developer part? Well, the... Is it... Is, I've is read it, some... Here's a question. Is it, is it reasonable for you to become a real estate developer in the next three years? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Unless okay. somehow I... So, so that means that you got to do the work for a little bit then to make some money and make the contacts. Right. Okay. So, so, that's, maybe you, that's where, so maybe you need like a five-year plan to get to a real estate developer or a six-year plan. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying though, right? Like I'm trying to get you focused on what that goal is and where mm -hmm. it falls in a timeline. Like is that something that you're going to hit by the time you're 34, by the time you're 36? Like when do you hit that? See what I'm saying? So I was planning to be to start building, you know, having my own uh, building project somewhere by mid to late 30s. Okay, so I don't know if you can see the chat right now, but Ryan's sitting here saying, get focused. Moff's saying, pick a horse and run with it. Ernesto mm -hmm. says, pick a goddamn lane. <laughs> <laughs> Love right? the tough luck. So, okay, so here's, so here's what I want you to do to sort of, you know, devise this uh, plan for yourself as a real estate developer. Get that book, Vivid Vision by Vivid Cameron Harrell. Listen to it, Cam read it. Cameron Harrell. Yeah, and then and then write out what that what that plan looks like for you so that you can now do things every single day that are aligned with that goal. And if you find yourself in a scenario where for, let's say, several weeks or several months, you know, you're doing things that aren't getting you closer to, the, to, to that planned goal that you're looking for, you stop doing them or you make a pivot. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, before we go, one more, yeah, if I could ask you one more question. It's so going to have to be quick because i got a lot of guys yeah. waiting in the waiting So room. how, because working always, even if under a real estate developer where I would get the, the, you know, the most knowledge possible, um, usually real estate development is a high, you know, putting where do you live? a lot of capital uh, down. Actually, uh, forget about where you live. It doesn't matter. So, okay, so you live in L.A., do you know the top five real estate developers? What are their names? Uh, you failed. You failed. I, yeah. If if you want to be a real estate developer, why don't you know the top guys' names? I forgot the guy, the, the top guy here. He's here in okay. Irvine. He's like the top real estate Start guy. There. I forgot it. Start there. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Though, right? Yeah. Okay, but I appreciate thanks. it. So vivid. Vivid, uh, Vivid Vision, Vision right? Cameron Harold, read it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. All right.
Uh, let's get to, we got Adam here. And again, guys, if you've got a question, um, I pinned it to the top of the YouTube live chat. So if you're watching this somewhere else, come on over to YouTube. The show's live right now. Uh, it says, join me and ask a question live. There's a StreamYard link there. So you can hop on and ask your question. Um, got uh, Adam. What's shaking, my man? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Good, good. What's good tonight, man? What can I do for you? Hey, man, so um, I just got some advice for some guys here. Um, I want to start off with uh, with framing it out of uh, what I do for a living. So I'm a barber. I cut hair. Been doing it for about 10 years, and I also have a YouTube channel where I help guys with uh, men's grooming and stuff. So um, the advice that I can give basically is, is make sure you guys are having a solid grooming routine. Um, I have a lot of guys who come into the barbershop. You know what, um, Adam, 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 yeah. Adam, hold up, hold up. Uh, kill your... Kill your video feed because you're because you're getting real choppy and we need to hear what you're saying. Okay. So just turn off your camera. Yeah. Cool. Can you hear me now? All right. So try that again. So yeah. So you're a barber. The guys coming to the barber shop. Say that again. So the guys that come into the barber shop that I see, um, a lot of them are always unkept. Like there's a lot of guys who wait a very long time in between getting their hair cut or getting their beard trim, and mm -hmm. they come in and they look like crap most of the time. So my yep. advice would be for guys is to make sure you have a solid grooming routine and that you are sticking to it because 85% of the guys that sit in my chair are looking like crap, man. And, uh, you know, it's just a little thing that you can do and implement in your life that can make you stand out from the majority of guys is making sure your hair's on point and also making yep. sure that your beard is on point. Um, and also oh. translates into um, into your 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 grooming routine at home. You know, like you said, you use the tactical soap stuff, which is great soap. I've used it. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're mm -hmm. using high quality stuff. Uh, it makes you stand out, and it will help you out in the long run, especially with women, because they pay attention to those little things. You'll smell better. You'll look better. I mean, I um, you know, when I first started growing the beard, um, I didn't know what I was doing. I just I just kind of you know grew stubble, and then I kind of let it get a little bit longer, and it got real puffy and sort of thing. And I started going to the barber shops, and uh, most of them don't really know how to deal with beards. I think it was at a time when beards were just kind of like coming back in fashion yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Um, and, you know, after going to a few different places, I found a, uh, a, a fade shop, right? And most of the guys yeah. in the fade shop are uh, Persian dudes. Most of them had great beards. Like I walked in there and I'm like, shit, these guys know what they're doing. Like everybody had a great beard. Yeah, yeah. So, I'd, so I'd go in every like two to three weeks and I'd get cleaned up. But... Between each cleanup, I look like shit by about the second or third week. I go in every Friday now. Like I'm like I'm in the barbershop nice. just about weekly now. Um, you know, he cleans up the fade, lines up, you know, everything up over here. The the beard and the mustache starts to grow into the mouth. They gotta mm -hmm. clean that up. You know, the neckline. Um, you know, it really depends on who I'm using when I go in there, but um, it's worth it. And I have to do it because yeah. I'm in front of a camera like every Monday live and I got to do some other recordings as well too. So yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. do it. Definitely do it. Like, you know, find a good barbershop when you get a good guy, tip him well, get his number so that, you know, if you got to get something like out of the ordinator, you know, like you can text him and he'll answer your text because you're one of his regular customers and you pay him well. Um, yeah, I definitely echo what Adam's saying for sure. Yeah, man. Um, I think that's a good a, a good time frame to get your beard trim. I would recommend if you're trying to get a haircut, I would say once a month, you know, every two weeks if you can. Um, you know, there's a big difference between the guys that I see that come in once to two times a uh, two times a month. You know, they're pulling up in a Porsche, man. I mean, they're 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 wearing uh, fitted clothes. They're looking good. You can tell that they take care of themselves, man. Yeah. So 
it plays a big factor. And also I wanted to uh, touch on just a little bit of, I saw you had a super chat about uh, the hair loss thing. Um, yeah. coming, coming from a professional man um, to that guy, it's mostly genetics, man. I have a lot of guys who come in and tell me about, you know, how do I do this with my hair? I'm balding. You know, I feel self-conscious about it. And to be honest, man, sometimes you got to bite the bullet and you get dealt a bad hand, man, with the genetics on the hair. And sometimes mm. you just got to got to do what's best and sometimes it's shaving it or there's some some hairstyles that do accommodate for you know some some thinning or balding but mostly it has to do with genetics man and sometimes it's just you got to accept it yeah when it comes to hair loss i mean you're really just going to slow down the process you're not going to stop it you're probably not going to reverse it the only time that i've seen guys like really make a dramatic change is if they get a like a hair hair transplant um yeah like I've seen everything from potions, lotions to hair transplants to wigs to weaves to shave it, you know. Yeah, you can see those things too. And uh, when I, <laughs> when somebody when somebody sits in the chair and I see, you know, the, the, you know, I can obviously see the top of their head. You can tell when somebody has a hair transplant. You can see it, and sometimes it doesn't take for some guys. You know, it just is it worth it? In my opinion, probably not, unless you have uh, start start young, like you said. But other than yeah. that, man, it's like I don't know if it's really worth it for the money. In my in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Yep. All right. See you later. All right. Let's see what we got here. Um, again, guys, the link to join and ask a question is pinned in the top of YouTube. Um, I got a few people back here. If you if if you want to hop on, there's a private chat there. Let me know what it is that you want to talk about. Um, and uh, throw on your camera too, so I can pull you in. Let me see what we got going on in the chat here. We got um, Moff and Jaren in the house. Uh, that's Men, that's uh, Men Shrine, and we got Moff. They're going to be doing. Looks like a stereo show. Uh, Moff, give me the link to your stereo so I can just put up on the uh, screen real quick. They're going to do a, a follow up after this um, in about twenty minutes. Let's say fifteen to twenty minutes. Um, it's just an easy app for you to download, and it's audio only. But you can uh, hop in and ask them some questions. These guys are real well versed, and uh, they're my boys. They're my boys. I got him. There we go. So you just go to stereo.com forward slash moff. Just download the app or search for his name and you'll get it up there. Uh, we got a guy here in a waiting area. OMC. Is that like oh my something? What's up? Hey, Rich. How's it going? Can you hear me? Good, good. I got you. What can I do for you tonight? Yeah, I want to ask you something, Rich. You've said mm -hmm. that um, the biological purpose of a man is to spread his seed. But how does he do that outside of marriage and avoid uh, legal pitfalls? How does he do that outside of marriage and avoid legal pitfalls? What are you talking about? Yeah, Knocking up like a mistress or something? Yeah, and the woman can, uh, you know, have wages garnished. And uh, I'm not sure if you're asking to to like spread your seed in such a way that your wife's cool with it, or are you doing this covertly behind her back? Well, you, I think you've discouraged men from getting married. Yeah, marriage is not a good deal for men. But I understand that there's a lot of guys that have like, you know, convictions toward it or cultural issues towards it. So like, are you saying that you want to get married or that, or that you don't want to get married, but you want to have kids? I do want to have kids, but um, I mean, you know what? Okay, so I mean, the question is, how do you minimize the risk? Okay, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. So I got you. Um, so I did a cast in the last couple of weeks. I don't know if you saw it on the playlist, but there was uh, two guys. Well, there's the main guy from the uh, parenting center. Did you see that one? 
and he broke down all the states. Okay, so you want to go back to that. The first thing that you want to do is you want to live somewhere where default shared parenting is already in place. Because if you're going to have kids, you know, regardless of whether or not you get married or not, the state is probably going to see it as a marriage. So if you live anywhere in Canada, you know, for example, for the most part, with the exception of Quebec, the laws over there are slightly different. Um, where do you live, by the way? West Coast. West Coast of Canada or the U.S.? You know, United States. Very liberal so, state. Okay, so every state on the West Coast sucks for having kids. Um, you're going to want to move somewhere like Arizona, I think uh, Kentucky or Tennessee, one of those two states was the best one on the list. But if you watch that podcast, he breaks down the main state. So first things first is you want to move to a place where you've got default shared custody because half the time the, the relationship's not going to work out. And that just kind of deals with you having to fight over getting access to the kids and being able to share parenting responsibilities and her not being able to steal the kids or make unilateral decisions around where she's going to live or name changes or medical procedures or any of those things. Uh, Kentucky was the number one. Thanks, Moff. Um, so you want to live in a place where you don't have to deal with that. The only thing that you've got to contend with then is dealing with the matrimonial assets. So again, whether you're married or not, it doesn't matter. You're going to, you know, you're going to create assets together at some point in that state that you live in, they're going to deem that you're married and that, and that you're going to have to divide up the assets. Right? So that's really the only thing that you have to deal with. Then you don't want any red flags if you can avoid them. And you ideally want as many green flags. I did a video last week on green flags. Uh, my red flag chapter is available for free on my email list. Uh, if you guys are newer to the channel, let me put the banner up on the bottom there. So down over here, if you go to entrepreneursandcars.com forward slash red dash flags, you can get that chapter for free. It's also in my book. It's just a chapter that I took out of the book to uh, let you guys opt into the list. You don't want any red flags. If, if you make concessions and let's say you deal with a violent woman or you deal with a woman that's got daddy issues, there's two red flags right there that are pretty bad. The chances of you running into problems with custody, being able to raise your kids properly, have an influence in their lives is going to go up dramatically, right? So those would be the main things is live somewhere where it's shared custody if things go sideways. If you make a lot more money than she does, have a prenup, but keep in mind prenups are only good for a short period of time. So if you're you know together for 10, 15 years, it's not going to be worth anything. It'll be like toilet paper. But if it's only like two or three years after you break up, it's going to be useful. Um, uh, no red flags and as many green flags as possible. Make sense? Yeah, but just to be clear, Rich, um, you wouldn't recommend that, that men, you know, have children propagate outside of marriage because that's that has its own problems. I mean, your assets are probably aren't going to get seized, but you could still have your wages garnished. Uh, the kids could end up living with a single mother. Um, well, you're going to avoid the risk exposure to that dramatically. Like you're going to lower the risk exposure if you live somewhere like Kentucky, right? And you vet for red flags. You don't deal with a chick that's got a bunch of red flags and, she, and she's got a lot of green flags, right? The chances you run into... It doesn't matter if you're married or not. Like marriage has nothing to do with raising kids. That's just a party for women. You see what I'm saying? Or if you have cultural like affinity you know, towards it, if your family wants it or if you're all about it sort of thing, fine. Okay, whatever. But you can live in a way that looks like marriage and the government's going to call it a marriage, right? So after a certain period of time, because of common law, you know, like here, I think it's two or three years, you know, in Canada. So if you live with a chick for two or three years, you're basically common law. And family law now applies to, you know, the, I'm just calling them matrimonial assets, but whatever assets, you know, you have together, if you got to un untie the knot, 
um, you're going to have to give her half your shit if you got more shit. Right. But you want me to give you the cheat codes. Yeah, but I mean, like, you want me to give you the cheat codes to all this, like, solve the problem right now. You can't do that. You're going to have to read the Red Flag chapter. Have you read it? No, I do have the book on Kindle, though. Okay, so read the Red Flag chapter. Watch the podcast I did last week on the Green Flags. And look at the podcast prior to that on the uh, states that you should live in where shared custody is default. And you've got most of the information that you need right there. All right. Thank you for the advice. All right, man. Thanks. Okay. So we got here in a private chat. We got a bunch of people piling in. Uh, guys, turn on your cameras. Turn on your cameras. We like cameras on here on YouTube. Uh, I've only got time to do probably two more call-ins, so I'm going to give those to those with the camera on. I don't like to do camera off stuff. Um, do, do, don't have kids. Simple as that. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that the whole point of you being here is the scatter seed. You know, it's as simple as that. Like that's like, that's why you're on the planet. That's why you're breathing. That's why you're here. So guys want that. And I mean, if you've have had kids already, I get it. You know, you've probably got that out of the way. Then you can bypass that. If you haven't, um, then you're going to want it. So it's okay too. Right. Um, let's see here. Common law. Moff says common law, I think is in seven in US states. Yeah, you got to do, you know, like you got to do your own research. I mean, I'm not going to go and collect all the information on every single state and province and every single place around the world and break it all down to you and spoon feed it to you. Um, I mean, if you're thinking about having kids with a chick, pay a lawyer for an hour of his time in the state that you live in and tell him, I'm planning on having kids. Uh, it's going to cost you three, four hundred bucks tops, probably, maybe even two fifty. You know, depending on what their billable rate is. But family lawyers um, aren't as expensive as corporate law, and it's worth spending a few hundred bucks to find out what you're going to march. You know, what kind of slaughterhouse house you're going to march into? Are you marching into a slaughterhouse that's got sharp objects every three inches with a bunch of landmines planted everywhere as you walk through it? There's some states out there like that. Literally, I mean, you get with a check that's got all the red flags, like I've had guys that have messaged me like, thanks for your book, it saved my life. The chick I was dating or, or I was engaged to had 17 of your 20 red flags. Thanks God I knew about that and I got out of it. But I mean, there's guys that'll march into that slaughterhouse and expose themselves to unnecessary risk. Like, why would you do that? It's dumb. You want to scatter seed, you want to have some kids, do it intelligently. At least, you know, like it, it, <laughs> it's, it's, the biggest decision that you can make as a guy in your life it is the it's not buying a house it's not buying your car it's not starting a business the most important decision that you can make as a guy is who you decide to put a baby in because if you want to be a part of that kid's life and you put it in the wrong chick in the wrong state guess what don't be surprised when bad shit happens later on down the road if you know what i'm saying all right um, TJ says, I got a question about social circle. AI says, I have a question about paying taxes. Um, rocks. Good show tonight. We've got Tarzan on here. Tarzan came and went. <laughs> All right, Andrew, what do you got for me, buddy? You in, you in here? Let's do Andrew. He's got his camera on. Hey, man. What, what do you got for me, man? 
Um, so I was having a little bit of a question. Um, so you were talking about hormones and everything like that. Yes. Um, so I have, I've had like, I kind of wake up feeling tired. Could that be something like with my hormones? How old are you? I'm 21. You could have your hormones out of balance. You could have sleep apnea and you're not getting enough oxygen. Um, mm -hmm. This thing I talked about will track your blood oxygen level. It'll tell you if that might be the problem. Okay. You could be deficient in uh, certain vitamins and uh, not, sorry, not vitamins, but uh, trace minerals. Like for example, so on my labs, when I started um, adding more zinc, which I needed, I didn't know yeah. that when you add more zinc that you, that it will deplete copper. Well, copper is an important trace mineral that you need for certain bodily functions, which will provide energy and other, you know, there's a whole cascade of things that can happen. It's like, okay, shit, now I got to take copper, mm -hmm. right? Because I'm depleted there. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, you'll only know these things if you run a full blood panel and you track it on a regular basis and you make sure that you're on top of it. But, you know, it could be any number of things. So those would be the main things, generally speaking, is if you feel lethargic, you feel sleepy, like you need to take a nap, mm -hmm. you don't have as much energy, it's either going to be something hormonal or you're not getting quality sleep. Another um, tip, which I didn't talk about, is um, so. Is that the ring? That's the aura ring, and yeah, it's got I was these. Just looking at that, it's it's not focusing. Um, it's got these here. I'll just put it back on my finger because it doesn't matter. But it's got these three sensors on the bottom. So this is the third generation one. I just got it a few weeks ago. I gave the other one to my dad, but this one tracks your blood oxygen level. It's not active yet. They they're they're getting the software fine tuned. Like I notice these green lights that come on at nighttime. Mm. So if I get up at like 4 a.m. And I'm, and I'm still doping, I look at my hand, like I can see the green light on. So it's collecting the data, but it's not giving it to me on the app yet. So they're, they're going to release that part in the next little while, they, they said in the first quarter. But yeah, right now, if you want to check blood oxygen, this is the best thing. Mm. This will I, be I the next best thing in probably about a month's time. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. But um, yeah, I was thinking about getting that. It was like 250, right? Um, and it was like no, six months for the membership. No, it's a little bit more than that. I mean, I, I opted for the nicer one. This is like the slate finish instead of the polish finish. So it's just like 50 bucks more. Um, but, okay. uh, I think it was about 300 bucks, 350 bucks or so. Okay. New sponsor maybe, eh? Um, no, they don't offer any kind of affiliate deal, man. I looked at it, but, um, I, like I'm a fan of the product, which is, uh, you know, which is why I wear it and mention it. A lot of stupid people look at it and they're like, oh, well you're married. It's like, dude. Right hand, I, ring yeah, finger. Yeah, I thought you were married too, honestly. Right yes. hand, ring finger. Left yeah. hand, nothing on it. I'm not yeah. stupid, okay? I already, <laughs> homie already played that game once. I ain't doing it again. I'm not going back on it. Yeah. I had uh, one more question, though. So yeah. funny that you, I brought that up for the uh, like affiliate and stuff like that. So when I'm, you know, say I have like a, I have a small YouTube channel, another one I'm trying to start with mm -hmm. like faceless YouTube channels, and I'm looking towards getting like a sponsor, like something to, you know, something to make money you know pay some bills on that yeah um is it just like i reach out to the support guy or i look them up on linkedin from the company or something how many views do you get a month um it was more i don't get that money so i'll, I'll be honest um maybe like two, well last month i got two thousand two thousand views yeah no so you're too small no, you're too, too small. small don't even you, bother you you probably won't even get anybody interested in sponsoring your channel unless they're a friend or somebody that knows you and likes you, mm -hmm. unless you get hundred thousand views a month, ideally a million mm -hmm. views a month. I, I got one. Um, I had one like reach out to me. It was like a shitty Amazon, like FBA product. I'm in the middle of something. Sorry. Okay. 
Sorry about that. Um, yeah. yeah, it was like a shitty Amazon FBA product. It was like a speaker. I didn't even bother. It was like you'd be bucks. you'd be better off focusing on the growth of the channel than worrying about you know doing like an affiliate because like even if you get a thousand views or you know twenty thousand views, mm -hmm. you're not going to sell a lot of it, and the affiliate commission is going to be small, right? Like you don't mm -hmm. make a lot of money off um, deals like that. Um, okay. But all right, so say like time from like time from now i get it working um what would your advice be to getting you know in contact with someone that can make a decision in the company about sponsorship if if you want to learn the details on a youtube channel and how to make proper money on it i'm going to say book me for a call because okay. there's really a lot to talk about and the sort of stuff that i talk about is going to be worth your time and my time on that call okay okay all right I All right. think that's pretty much it for me. Thank you, man. All right, man. Good luck. All right. Um, got a couple of super chats here. Let me just deal with these. Greg says, I have two kids, seven and nine. Now I have a protection order against the wife. Where do I go from here? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a legal question, man. Um, there's not enough there in a, a super chat to deal with that. Uh, architectural intelligence, Chris, Amy, Greg... Melopolis, I'm the guy that called in regarding real estate development. Let me know how we can get in contact. I appreciate it. All right. Um, Chris, Chris isn't going to be much use to you because he's in the GTA and you're in LA. So like, okay, again, dude, like when I had you on the show, I gave you specific instructions on what to do. Read the book, paint a picture, get focused. You're zip, like you're zigzagging all over the place. You know, you don't even know the names of the top five guys in your city that are in real estate development that, you know, you need to learn from. Don't be an asshole, guys. Like, don't come on my show and ask a question and then do nothing with the advice. That's what an asshole is. Teach, love your book, Cheers from India. The book and your channel have changed me on so many levels and made me better and more confident. Dude, you're welcome. I love hearing those stories. Thank you. Uh, how do I expand a good social circle? You need to join groups and communities where you're going to be exposed to better people. Um, I've said this before. I'll say it again. If you're not the smartest guy, sorry, if you're the smartest guy in a room, you're in the wrong room. Stop putting yourself in rooms with a bunch of retards. Um, that's where most guys spend their time. They spend their time with bozos just because they were friends with them in high school or they're part of certain, uh, events or something like that. And they don't want to walk away from it. Stop spending time with people that are lowering your average. And if you realize that and you want to get yourself into a better social circle, you can either find one and place yourself in it or you can buy yourself into that room. Um, you can go to events where, you know, it's a paid event or a conference or something like that where there's some high-level people that you could meet. You can join a community. I have a community. Um, Moff and Jaren are already a part of that community. They've been in it for some time. Uh, Where's my community? Do, 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 do. There it is down over there. I'll put that on the ticker. You want to join a, a community of top shelf men? That's it right there, right? Uh, it's a global community called the 1%. Um, check it out. You know, you can see what's, uh, see if it's a good fit for you. you. Click on that link. Well, it's not a link that you can click, but I mean, go to the URL and you can watch the video and it's got a little bit of an explainer there. I got to update it. It's a little bit of an older video, but the concept still remains the same. If anything, the global network's growing and there's uh, in real life connections being made now. Um, it's getting better every year. Uh, cheers from India, challenging. 
Uh, what did Nick say here? I would like your opinion. I'm 22 in decent shape, but I do not wake up with wood anymore. I drink a lot. I drink a lot. I'm assuming that's alcohol, but get good sleep at night. Um, if you're drinking a lot of alcohol, you're not going to sleep good at night. You're not going to get deep, restful sleep. Alcohol and weed are detrimental to getting into the restorative, deep sleep. Um, is it David Sinclair? I'm trying to think of the doctor's name. I think he, I think Dave Sinclair was the uh, anti-aging guy. Again, I've you know I mentioned this earlier, but I like Andrew Huberman and his podcast. At some point, I want to get him on a uh, plane to win. But I watched one where he was dealing with a sleep expert. Um, this guy's well researched. He's written uh, a lot of research papers. He has a book out on sleep. I think it's called Why We Sleep. Somebody can look it up and tell me what the um, author's name is in the chat, perhaps. But um, it's it's a well-rounded podcast, long. It's a couple hours long, uh, and he talks about everything that people sleep. And if you're drinking booze or smoking herb, um, you know that night before you go to bed, you're not going to get restorative sleep. Uh, as far as wood goes, that's probably a hormone issue. You know, you've probably got low T. You might be estrogen dominant. It could be any combination of those things. It could be both. Um, so the only way to find out is get your hormone panel done. And, uh, you know, like I said earlier, um, you know, I got this, uh, sponsor at let's, let's get checked and, uh, you can get your men's health, uh, panels done over on the testosterone test thing here. Where is it? And, um, you know, you can throw everything in, into the mix if you want. You can do testosterone, estrogen, sex binding, hormone globulin. I think it's got a full panel in there. So that, uh, that is in the description. Just go to let's get checked, um, forward slash, I think it's entrepreneurs. I don't know what the URL is actually. I, I posted it earlier, but it's, but it's in the description of this video, get your hormone panel pulled and see if you're deficient anywhere. It's, you know, something to look at at, at, at 22. If you're not like, if you're not waking up in the morning and you basically have to do like a headstand to take a piss, you know, if you're standing up cause your Johnson's admiring the chandelier, the stucco on your ceiling, there's something wrong with your hormones, right? Okay, like w when you get older, that'll slow down a bit. But at 20, like in your early 20s, like there's something wrong. Um, Ken says, would you have Andrew Tate in the channel? I've had Andrew on the channel before. Um, you can just search for his name on my channel and you'll find the interview. I've had Tristan on in the last few months as well. Um, yeah, so you can check those out. I may have him on again in the future. Uh, boom, boom, boom. I think that's it. All right, guys, uh, that's a solid 90-minute show, covered a lot. Again, if you want to ask questions uh, of me, arrive early, arrive with a good connection, and arrive with a good question. And, uh, you know, we can chop it up. Uh, next week, so I'm going to go with the topic that was thrown at me about dealing with girlfriends, uh, friends. Um, so I guess in the comments of this video, I'll probably post it on the community tab, actually, and you know, solicit the feedback there, but tell me what you're dealing with and um, we'll chop that up next week on Monday because I know dealing with, uh, you know, your your girl or a chick and her friends can be a bit of a pain in the ass, right? Uh, yeah, I don't need to shovel show. I got a snowblower, so <laughs> there, was, there was about a foot and a half of snow, um, two feet in some areas with drifts. We've, we got a lot of snow today here in the GTA. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to head over to stereo, check out Moff show over there with Jaron and, uh, enjoy chopping it up with my boys over there. Um, first of the month, next month, I'm going to have them on live, you know, the standard crew, the 1%, the usual suspects. And, uh, you know, we'll do a little bit of a boys chop up session over there. Thanks for watching tonight's show.
hit the like button. Again, check out the uh, channel sponsors with Grondike Soap, Tactical Soap. Let me put it up on the screen. Go to coopersoap.com. My supplement line, of course, I've already had that linked in the bottom. I'm told uh, the DK and the uh, testosterone uh, support product is back in stock or it should be by tomorrow. Check it out. We'll see you guys.